Welcome everyone, it's Saturday, July 11th, and this is episode 101 of the Omic Weekly. I am jo <laughs> I'm joined, I am D, and I'm joined by Hannah. Hi. Oh my god. <laughs> Hannah, we haven't done this in weeks, and I, I seem to be really clumsy. Oh my god, yeah, and I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it, it's still failing. <laughs> How are you doing, Hannah? How are you doing? Uh, well, I can read, so I think I'm doing better than you. <laughs> oh! Snap! Did she just go there? Oh! I did. <laughs> no, but I'm not too bad. Um, Kitty Cat's been a bit unwell this week, so I feel like every spare inch of thought power I have has gone into that. But um, Which Kitty Cat is feeling unwell? Uh, Mori Moo. The little oh. black one. Yeah? Yeah. Um, have, has he been to the vet? No, not yet. Um, we're kind of because it's because everything's still kind of quite shut down. Even the vets are still a bit like, well, if it's not an emergency, then we can kind of talk to you over the phone, and that's about it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, he's not uh, at emergency stage. He's just unwell. Yeah. Um, so we got some general healthcare tips and stuff, but and he is improving. To be fair, on those tips, he has improved, okay. but it's still obviously it's always stressful when one of the babies yeah. aren't well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They are an important part of your family, and when they're yeah. not feeling well, you don't feel. I well. saw that your baby is now one year old. Yeah, yeah, the youngest one uh, got one years old. I yeah, think, last week or something like that. Um, yeah, she's uh, forced to be reckoned with. She blazes through the house at a, uh, a pace that is insane and then you have the older cat that's just chill chill like yeah. so um <laughs> and, and kind of relaxed and 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 yeah it's such a huge difference like like cats are basically like people are very different but when sure. the age difference is so big it's it's basically it starts to look like one of those really old slapstick movies at some point um <laughs> Where you have the one that is just high up on sugar running all over the house, and the other one is just like, I don't know, licking a paw and going, oh, you kids. You kids! You kids! Yeah, it's all, even though he's only a year younger than the other two, he's like got a much more energetic personality anyway, but he's yeah. the one that's not well, so the house feels really quiet at the moment because he's yeah. not running around everywhere. <laughs> I think that is something that people really underestimate, or yeah. people that don't have pets at least underestimate. Like, they're not statues, they're not fixtures in your house. They really bring a dynamic, and like they bring uh -huh. life to your your your, they your place. They do. They really do. Yeah, and if they're not there, or they're not feeling well, or they, yeah, they they start hiding because, for instance, you are in the middle of a, which is not the case right now, a heat wave. Um, then then you feel like eh, something is missing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The cat, the cat is um, is missing. Yeah, but I hope he, I hope uh, the cat gets well really soon. I know how hard that sucks, and that uh, he'll 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 get better soon. Yeah. Um. So you just told me that you can't go to the vet, but I heard that you guys are going to be allowed to travel pretty soon again. I know it's insane. How is that even possible? So you can't, like, your vets are like, no, no, I don't want to talk to you. You might make me sick, but then. They're like, okay, send well, them to Spain. It's like a, a central point that lots of people, like the doctors are still doing it as well. Like the people doctors are still doing it too. Like you don't book for an appointment at the moment. You 
fill out a form online and then the doctor will call you and deal with mm. you over the phone and mm. then if you have to come in to have something examined then they'll arrange it okay but like 90 percent of it is done over the phone okay i managed to yeah. get a prescription a couple of weeks ago without even talking to anyone <laughs> well, there, there are some advantages to all of that yeah. because let's be honest. Sometimes you feel like if if you go to a doctor, and in Belgium we have a quite a, a good social health system, but still, if I talk to my doctor and the only thing he gives me is like a prescription for cough syrup at the end, I feel like, dude, so I'm going to pay you like forty bucks now for this little paper piece of paper you wrote. All right, that's good. Um, so yeah, the, the, there are some. Uh, uh, let's just say changes in the whole system yeah you yeah. uh, sh shouldn't underestimate the power or the, the the benefits of what a doctor can do but writing papers not even i mean like yeah over yeah. here it's just signing a piece of paper that they print it's out signing. yeah exactly <laughs> it's just the signature that's that's what you're paying for yeah, we're making Sometimes. we're making it that we're making it sound so trivial, but there's yeah. so much more to it. Anyways, uh, because that's what I heard. Like you guys will be traveling again, uh -huh. and the south of Europe is kind of bracing themselves for these, uh, bracing themselves for all these English people that are going to flood the place and make everybody sick. Yep, um, we're gonna spread sorry. that disease. Oh God, the world <laughs> is so such. It's so we're so screwed. We're so screwed. Yeah, but you're feeling healthy. You're feeling good. Yeah, because yeah. we haven't talked for a while. Well, we we talked on Discord. We typed. But we haven't heard each other for a few weeks. I know. Yeah, that episode 100 landed. We were so ecstatic, and then we kind of took took this kind of break. Like the worst first there was stuff happening, and then we kind of rolled into the situation where I had the tournaments going on every weekend. Yeah. And then it kind of like we were talking about it before episode 100. Like we need to kind of. Find we had a, a new... small break and it turned into something a bit yeah. bigger than we planned, but yeah, but it gave us some time or to, time to rethink uh, how we're going to approach the next few months because up till now, Overwatch Two is like it never happened. I'm not. I'm starting to think. I'm it's starting bizarre. to think, Hannah, that I kind of dreamed it all that <laughs> I was there at Anaheim and actually I wasn't. I was sleeping and. They never announced Overwatch 2. Like, it's so. been so long since we heard anything that there are some days where I don't think about Overwatch 2 at all. It's Could you like imagine? I forget some days. It's just crazy. And when it comes to Overwatch in general, like, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting them to release the Summer Games next week just like this. Hey, Summer yeah. Games! Skins. Oh, by the way, the Summer Games... I keep... Because I've not played it for a little while. I keep thinking that I've missed the start of the Summer event because they've just dropped it without warning it might happen you might miss it yeah <laughs> well you won't because you follow the omnic post so yeah, you'll see me going all crazy about it but can you yeah. stop sneezing over your brother please i don't think he likes it that wasn't over my brother that was over my my, my keyboard <laughs> oh, wasn't talking to me Cat okay cool. i don't know if you can hear it yeah i could it was like you were like inflating a tire or something yeah that's that's a cat sneeze all right all right <laughs> As long as they put their, um, if they sneeze in their elbow, it's just fine. They are it's not dabbing fine. as they sneeze, no. <laughs> uh, no, so we kind of were facing a situation where there's not that much to talk about. Yeah. Which for me personally has been a nightmare because, yeah, the Omnic post is all about news. So mm -hmm. I've only been posting community content, and so the numbers are declining rapidly. And then uh, I make videos every week where I talk about Overwatch news. <laughs> Good luck, B. Good luck. 
Oh my god. I, 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 I managed I managed to do some other content, but um yeah, I want I would just want updates on this game. Come on, seriously. So yeah, we had the podcast, and how are we going to approach this? So we're doing something different. I already announced it a little bit. It's community content. It is community content. <laughs> but it's it's different. So yeah. uh, what we want to do with you guys is in the coming few weeks, in the coming few months, over the summer, we'll see how long we kind of keep this up. Like, I don't have a number in mind of, uh, we're going to do this till September. We're going to do this till... Um, the end of the year or we're we just going to do this 10 times now i just want to see how pardon me how we can progress through this yeah and when when there's like uh, when suddenly overwatch 2 would drop i know there's so many factors it's like whether our listeners enjoy it whether or yeah. not we get loads of news whether or not we can find enough guests to keep going <laughs> yeah exactly there's a lot of stuff in play here but i think um i think we you guys will enjoy this um and i think we have a good list of guests so we are safe mm, for the next mm-hmm. few weeks but every two weeks um me and hannah will be joined by a guest and we're going to interview that guest talk to this guest but we're not just going to talk about Overwatch. No, we have five questions that we're going to ask this guest. And we're going to ask every single guest the same five questions. And they're all related to Overwatch, of course. Yeah. And we'll talk about their answers. We'll talk about the things they have to say. And some of them are, like, really kind of open-ended. Yeah. So there'll be lots of different answers and yeah. lots of different yeah. conversations around those answers. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping for. So yeah. we get a lot of variation depending on who we invite. So um, that's going to be the schedule for the next few months. So every two weeks you get an episode of the Omnic Weekly. And every week there will be a different voice you hear from me and uh, and Hannah. And, and, and one of the cats, of course. We can't forget about yes. the cats. Um, <laughs> and, and it should be interesting. I'm really looking forward to doing this. I'm kind of curious on how people will enjoy it. So let us know. You know where to find us. Instagram, Twitter. Um, uh, Discord, yeah. Tell us what you what yes. we think of these episodes. I think it's going to be an important step in making this better and making this different mm-hmm. and and progressing throughout this. Um, and we're going to kick it off in just a few minutes with our first guest. Our first guest is Ramses. Um, I've met Ramses back at BlizzCon last year. Um, we're going to talk about how we met and what the circumstances were. Um, it's not that dramatic. I don't want to sound like a, we we ran we we drove our cars into each other. And we ended he up. saved my life on the first <laughs> day of BlizzCon. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it, it is a nice story. There's a, a nice twist to the story, and he's a, a he's a really nice guy. He uh, is. He is. We really really enjoyed talking to him, and I enjoyed talking to him at BlizzCon too. He's a uh, part of um of push the point uh, push point. Sorry push the point jesus christ I'm, I'm sounding like um one of those rappers that has um i don't know some kind of a issue rapper? no yeah exactly a bad rapper that's it i couldn't think of the word but it's a bad just no, gonna no. repeat the same three words in different orders and hope you don't notice that i'm not actually rapping i'm running out of batteries basically no he's uh he's one of the hosts on push the point uh a podcast much like ours that talks about Overwatch. Uh, yeah. Focus a little more about Overwatch League than we do, <laughs> especially recently. Everyone does and, at this point. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's also co-host on Overwatch League by the numbers, which he, which he does with a, a few people that we know, a few mm. people that we've had as guests on our own podcast, which is a fantasy league. But he'll he'll talk about it himself uh, uh, during the whole conversation. What do you and think? Probably Hannah? mention names that people recognize. Exactly from the exactly. community at large. <laughs> We'll let him explain. What do you think, Hannah? Should we do this? Yes. Let's do this. Hey, Ramses, thanks for being our guinea pig in our um, first ever episode in the new format. Um, I wanted to talk to you well, I wanted to invite you as a guest before, um, but yeah, we, we kind of um, were racing towards episode 100 and it never came to be. Um, but I'm glad to have you on board for this one. And, and in a minute, I'm going to explain where we met, but how are you doing? Let me, let me be polite here. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thanks, D, for having me. And thanks. Hi. Good to see you, Hannah, as well. Uh, it's. Hi. <laughs> I'm doing okay, um, as I'm sure you could tell by world news. Uh America yeah. has not handled COVID as well and as nah. capably as some other countries. Uh, so it's okay. The UK isn't doing great either. Uh, yeah, man. I'm just going to shut up because I feel like the the uh, for for once for once my country seems to be on top of things. That's we don't have a government. So try explaining this. We don't have a government, and still we are kind of handling covid in some way i don't know how we're doing it but. man imagine everybody in the community caring about each other and taking something seriously oh right that, that sounds amazing <laughs> wow dude it's so it's it's been a weird little bit of the year uh, i have um obviously i'm i got to meet you guys over at blizzcon last year in 2019 exactly and then exactly. d you and i were on the overwatch panel for calm before the storm and i know um, our good friend totally drunk hosted that and then there's a lot of people a lot of people out there like um ednar was on that panel so was um, melarina and blevins and i I always feel bad i think you and i made jokes about this all the convention where the way we were situated on the panel i was directly in front of you but i was directly like in order in front of you so when yeah exactly when the like moderators would ask us a question by the time I would get, by the time it got to you, I was usually like everybody would give their take, and there's only so many takes you could have on something. So where by the time it got to you, I had already said what you were going to say. Exactly. Are you? The thing was like there were these varying opinions on on every topic that we discussed, but you always said the thing I wanted to say. So <laughs> as as the the conversation approached me, and Mel was was actually to my left, so she was the dead last. Um, uh, but we were three Outlaws fans in a row, so mm. that's that's kind of weird too that we we were sitting next to each other. But anyways, I, I heard those pivoting uh, standpoints in the conversation. I was like, okay, I need to remember this because I want to react to that. And then you just said everything that was in my head, and the, the only thing I could say at that point was what he uh, said. What, what, <laughs> what he just said, but with a silly accent. Um, that was basically <laughs> it. <laughs> well, and. But, uh, I was going to say, it's just been funny, too, because I remember being in that panel and looking out and they're like, Totem's asking us all these Overwatch League questions. I'm looking at all these like World of Warcraft and Hearthstone people who are just waiting for the next panel being like, what the heck are they even talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we had Bob sitting in front yelling really loudly on every comment we made and my girlfriend Bob. joined in. Um, but yeah, that was about it. Um, no, it was interesting. I really enjoyed the experience. It was a, mm. a ton of fun meeting you, meeting the other guys, meeting Totem, like. Uh, and everybody was on the panel. 
Um, it was a lot of fun. I'm going to miss it this year. I've said it before. Like, yeah. I'm really going to miss it. It's been, I know, it was one of my, like, I, I swear, I have this whole, like, board up in my room. I'm looking at it right now. And, it, like, here's all my plans for the year as far as, like, main thing I need to get do, done. I was supposed to go on, like, I was supposed to go on vacation in Florida in September, which mm. to Aww. the most COVID-infested county in Florida in Orlando, which is Don't not going to happen. Don't do it. <laughs> um, and then I was supposed to do a home sta- one of the homestand runs for Overwatch League. I wanted to go for one of the LA ones and then one again in Florida, and those aren't happening either. So it's it's been yeah. a weird change. And BlizzCon's on there too. I know like, especially actually knowing everybody, because last year was a big experience, like meeting you guys, getting to, act- I've met Bob before, but like getting to actually hang out with Bob, getting to meet Blevins, like everybody else in the Overwatch scene. So it's a bummer, but mm-hmm. it's the right decision. And it's very much the right decision. One of the first, yeah. yeah. Imagine Blizzard it, getting something right the first time. <laughs> oh, snap. No, no, I agree. It's, a, it's the best decision. I think 2020 is just the year that we'll remember as, uh, what did we actually do? I don't know. Nothing? Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did we spend the whole year doing nothing? I think so. Uh, uh, we'll remember it, but we'll forget really quickly whatever happened this year because it's going to be, yeah, basically sitting at home. Talking to yourself. Oh, Um, dude, I'm right there with you. (laughs) I'm just hoping that the next year will be better because we're all kind of looking at 2021 and hoping for that vaccine, that cure, anything. Could you imagine? And I don't want to be the doom guy here. Could you imagine? Don't don't do it. Don't say anything. (laughs) You've heard all those those monkey paw things like, man, 2021 can't possibly get any worse. And then just... Oh, that's I. I'm oh. so afraid of ever saying it can get I any know. worse. Because like I found a picture worse. the other day on my phone of me being like, "By 2019." Uh, <laughs> and uh, last year it was just because like man, a bunch of celebrities died, and that was our big bummer. And then this year it's like, oh no, the world's exploding. <laughs> like that, that we well, actually yeah, have everyone else now. <laughs> okay, the world Sorry. is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, we'll see how it all turns out and, and hopefully 2021 we can go to, back to BlizzCon and hopefully by that time we'll be playing Overwatch 2 because I'm getting... Oh, yeah. You gotta hope. You gotta hope. Uh. <laughs> let's let's just do it. But hey, um, Ramses, so like I've explained to you, this new format that we're doing, it's something we um, we actually did our episode 100 um, I'm going to say six weeks ago, Hannah? Something, something like, that. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and we, we took a small break um, and and I did a lot of like thinking and talking to Hannah and, and going like, how can we do something different, especially with the, the zero news that is coming out of uh, Blizzard at this point? And, and let's just invite some cool people, some nice people, chat about what we want to chat about, but based on five questions. Five questions that are related to Overwatch, of course. And 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 I sent you the questions questions in advance because I didn't want to kind of spring them on you. Like, uh, hey, course, this is a question in three layers with what you need to think about. Uh, can you can you answer now? Like live Here's on the five podcast minutes and... of um time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, give, uh, give me a second to respond. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that would have been quite quite difficult. Uh, but so you're going to be the first one. I'm. Really curious to see how this all will, be, will pan out, like how long it's going to take and, and all the things. But I, I feel pretty comfortable that it's going to be a fun experience for everybody. And um, if if we ever can continue, like if we're at the 20th episode we did this way, you can always say like, you're, I was the first, man. It, it just 
That was the one. The one day I'll, uh, they did it the first time. I'm I happy. set the standard. I'm happy about it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's dive in with the first question. And I tried to ramp up the questions kind of slowly. So a little looking back into the past, but also kind of evaluating the situation now. And then at the end, we're going to look into the future. So that's why I kind of cut off the, uh, cut off the Overwatch 2 discussion mm. right there and jumped in because I want to keep something for later. Uh, but the first question is, I'm going to break it up because it's a question in three parts. When did you play Overwatch for the first time? So I played, I not not I never touched beta. I actually didn't start playing on PC till about a year and a half ago, two years ago. But oh, I play. I had some interest, and I but I like I never played a Blizzard game before. I jumped in. I think a couple days after launch on the Xbox, actually, and I had a coworker who. Oh who he and I would talk about it. He actually ended up, he, he works for, um, what is the name of the company? The company that does rocket league under Epic. So he was really yeah. big about keeping me up on stuff. So I ended up trying it. I really enjoyed it. And it's, it was the first experience I've had with a game like that in a long time. Um, I've tried call of duty with friends. My aim is bad. And we'll talk about that more in a little bit. So <laughs> I, I like more shooting games typically didn't really do anything for me, but the character design was something that really, really got me into overwatch. Yeah. 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 And as I'm sure happened to probably at least 50% of people who've played overwatch, uh, I started and Amelia was like, man, this cowboy guy looks super freaking awesome. Like <laughs> he's easily the coolest guy out of this whole roster. Like, yeah, I'm going to play McCree and something that's cool. I think that's also fun is that McCree's kit is really underrated for how easy it is to actually understand. So like it's, it's literally like you're just pointing and clicking, you have the flashbang and then you can roll. So for somebody who's yeah. never had to work with kits like that, like it makes a, it's a little bit easier to pick up even if I wasn't very good. <laughs> Shoot. Dodge stun. Oh, I got yeah. made fun of a lot for right clicking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But you started out playing on Xbox, so what, yeah. what made you switch to to uh, to PC in the end? So I played on Xbox for a while, and then actually I started. So I had been listening to Overwatch and Overwatch League podcasts for about a year, I think, for the first season, and then. Uh, totally drunk and Ednar and Blazing Bob said that they were putting together an, a fantasy pod, a fantasy Overwatch League podcast. And mm-hmm. I had figured, you know, like, this would be super fun. Like, this would be cool. I want to do like, I want to have a project like sort of like this to work on. So I threw my name in the hat for that. And we had an interview over Discord, which I feel so bad for those guys because I was running on like, I'm not like, a Chromebook or something that could barely handle my audio. So <laughs> they had to, they had to deal with me for that entire time. But I actually, I got into that and I remember being like, man, if I'm going to play, if I'm going to be in this, um, if I'm going to be on like an actual Overwatch League podcast, I should probably play Overwatch like on the premiere platform. And yeah. I, uh, I had a buddy who thank goodness was, he had a whole thing where he had some issues, like some legal issues to deal with. But in the process, he bought a, a gaming laptop. He didn't need anymore. So, and that's what I'm currently talking to you guys on right now. So he bought that and I ended up buying that off of him. And that's when I started going on to PC and it's been, it's been a change uh, a little bit to say this, to say the least, but I think I've still settled probably into, into the rank I should be in my mid gold, mid gold for yeah. life. But 
<laughs> yeah, but that, that's that's kind of that's kind of beautiful story, man. The, the way you switch, because usually the stories I hear of people switching to PC is like, oh, my friends kind of pushed me into it, or I wanted to uh, take part in tournaments. But yours was kind of motivated by taking part in a podcast, Overwatch mm-hmm. um, by the numbers, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. Overwatch League by the numbers, which we do. That's a whole separate bag of <laughs> can of worms to get into with how Overwatch League fantasy works. But <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. It's it's something. Uh, I personally never, um, uh, well, the whole sports, fantasy sports thing, I don't th- don't think it's um, that popular over here in Europe. It might just be me. Hmm. I don't know. Is it something you heard of in the UK? Is that like, uh, uh, Hannah, do you guys have like soccer uh, fantasy leagues? I don't. Yes. No? No, okay. I yeah, think so. Okay. It's not really a scene <laughs> I'm into, so I can't yeah. say for sure, but it's definitely <laughs> something I've heard of. I don't know if I've only heard of it from TV or if I've yeah, heard of here. it because same other here. people do it. But yeah. But I like the I like the idea, the concept of doing that with the Overwatch League is is really original, mm. and I kind of like the uh, the idea of doing that. Uh, it's it's interesting to hear that that was your drive to get from Xbox to PC. That that was a part of it at least. Um, that shows dedication, man. It does I feel it's slightly good. ashamed? But uh... oh, it's well, and that's the whole thing too. Is like I I mean. I think there's a lot of stuff to be said about wishing that Blizzard would do, cater a little bit more to the console player base, since I would imagine they prop up a decent amount of their player base numbers in general. Mm. <laughs> but it's yeah, it was a weird transition, but it's been pretty good. I played when I was playing on Xbox. I had a consistent group of like seven guys that I would play with all the time. And yeah. then as just happens, like people kind of get bored of the game or move on. And mm-hmm. which is fine. I have about, one so moving to pc i have one of those guys that i still play with semi-consistently and then i have one or two others that pop in occasionally i know those guys are either i think we play a lot more like sea of thieves the four of us but hmm. it's still here and there i enjoy it yeah oh nice well that was the first part of the question let's move on to the the second part because yeah I, I, if you give me room to make five questions i'm going to break up that questions and sub questions of course <laughs> I'm a bit of a control freak. I don't know. Anna, you know better than I do what my issue is. But anyways, <laughs> who did you pick? Who did you pick in that first game? Uh, uh, judging by what you said, as told us before, McCree, right? Yeah. Yeah. The that cowboy was, uh, one. The, the when, cowboy one. Once I realized, too, he voices what, like he voices the English translation of um one of my favorite anime characters as well. And it's pretty much the same voice without the molasses in it. So that was a big motivator. <laughs> Uh, who, who does, does he voice? Um, he voices uh, Jotaro Kudro in um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. And yeah. granted, Mercer has a pretty like similar, like a pretty distinct voice. But it's funny because so many people like I think like that character or like that voice because of all the critical role stuff that's been going on for the past couple of years. And yeah, <laughs> I know like that I was super late into that. But you well, were I, asking us. I think the go. first time I met Mercer was actually Resident Evil. When he used to voice Leon, I know he doesn't anymore, but that was how I met. Well, met. Yeah, met. How you got to know? uh, How I became aware of him as a voice actor was from that. Oh, I think mine was World of Warcraft. I think like voices he did in Warcraft. I don't know. When was the first time I I heard about Scott Mercer? Jesus Christ! I think he's one of the voice actors. Matthew. Matthew Mercer. Matthew Mercer. Oh yeah. My apologies. But he's one of those voice actors that really, I think you kind of said it before, like he he um, he can kind of, um, 
twist or kind of influence the the perception the quality of the product by just being him i guess yeah. like but by all the things that he does the community that he managed to gather around him um which is kind of a yeah it's a loop because it's this distinct voice the games that he he voiced that gave him the community he kind of is rolling with the whole thing mm. it's awesome yeah um so yeah mccree which was a bit of a giveaway like if if you follow ramses on twitter yeah. you look at his uh, his prof- profile picture you'll know he plays mccree oh it's <laughs> pretty he has the dumbest yeah. alt but it's still so cool like that's that's why i think so many of us latched on was because that ultimate is so cool even though it's so bad like <laughs> what did you think of the whole change where they kind of um let him position himself a little better when he's ulting when he can I- turn around I definitely think it's necessary and you're watching I think in in the league right now too where he's an he's an alternative to Ash which now that Ash has gotten a lot more popular um mm-hmm. cuz now in in a weird it's weird now but we're starting to see Genji be really prevalent again and Tracer as well so you can choose to be Ash and like try and getting long-term damage or you can have McCree and have somebody to take care of flanks so they'll ha- it's awesome cuz like you'll get that one Genji and then if you can just swing around quickly enough especially with like being able to like log everybody off screen and then like swipe back over. Yeah. Like I definitely need it. I think because if not, if he was just going to be like rock solid and not move, that ult was you pretty much use the ultimate just to reload and to keep going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's a step forward, but it's also it made him really funny to watch. But that mm-hmm. might just again might just be me. But when I see McCree ulting, I get really distracted because they look like like they need to, I don't know. Like they need to go to the toilet or something. Like oh, oh guys, the way they pace you, and the slow move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me where the toilet is, guys? Because it's getting really urgent here. Please, <laughs> left, right. No, okay. I'll just draw. All right, there we go. <laughs> Fixed it. Um, but I've, I'm personally not that much of a McCree player because yeah, my, my aim just sucks really bad. And <sighs> I, have, I have this one instance where I got. Um, I think play out a game on McCree and, and and it looks like I am so good at playing him and it looks I I clipped it because I know I'm never going to be able to repeat it. The file is actually named I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> um .mp4 I think. Um and 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 it looks like I'm just popping off, but I can tell you my face while I was doing this was like a huge surprise every single kill I got like oh wait, that hit. Oh, that hit too. Oh crap. Oh, okay, oh. that's four people down. There's what? those moments where you just get into those, like where you just get into like a zone almost where if you can just have like one game where your aim is very consistent and super good. You're like, all right, cool. And then we're going to yeah. do comp. And then immediately your aim's just gone again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's such a trap, actually. Like, I think that might be a good advice to give to anybody. If they ask, hey, do you have any advice for me in Overwatch? Don't base your choice in competitive on that one moment where you think you're popping off on Widowmaker yeah. Creed, <laughs> whatever, because it's 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 just luck. It's luck. I'm terribly sorry, but oh, dude, <laughs> that and warming up. I know um, the co-host, my co-host on my podcast, Labosco, like started forcing me to go through and like watching my vods and like starting to actually warm up before every game. Well, not every game, before every session, and it's helped a little bit. It's like it's definitely been a good thing to improve, and especially yeah. with now that I play. Um, now that I've resigned myself to my crappy aim and I mostly main tanks, it's made me have to work on positioning a lot harder as well. Yeah, well, I think uh, finding a new challenge as you progress throughout the game is also 
kind of a fun part. I I think uh, moving into the whole Thang game now and kind of uh, figuring that out. Um, I, I basically did the same thing. I was a support and now I've been playing a lot of Thang recently. Where, to the point that people are thinking of me as a Reinhardt main, which I'm not. Come on. I've been saying just... that for ages though. Yeah, but you said that because I, I have a beard. That's your thing. No, not just That's because kinda of how that. We... <laughs> not well, just I'm... because of that. Jeez. And unfortunately, <laughs> D, I think part there's the unfortunate stereotype now of like, oh, you're European? Okay, you're a Reinhardt uh, man. Like that's <laughs> like that might be might be fun. That's pretty it. much it. Like if you're European <laughs> and unless you're like somebody from I think a more like romantic country like Spain or Italy, where like you might yeah. see like some of the like flashier support players. I think Neptuno is the only one that comes to mind. Like you're if you're <laughs> If you're European and have any sort of like Nordic or Celtic background, yeah, you're probably a Reinhardt man. Yeah, yeah, I think that that is actually, yeah, might be it. All right, let me finish up that question. Um, who was in your group that first time you played? Do you remember? Were you all by yourself or did you have friends? To, to, um, well, you had those seven friends you played with mm. for on average, but. Well, my first game I played by myself. I So I was the guy, I've been, I've always been kind of an organizer where I, my favorite thing is kind of getting people together to do something or making something for other people to enjoy. So I got the game. Um, I used to live, I worked in an audiobook warehouse. So I only lived like five minutes from my house. So I like ordered the game before I left for work, downloaded it. And so when it came, like I went to my house for like 20 minutes for lunch, played one game, got super hyped about it. And then went back to work. I was like, okay, guys, you, you all have, this is the new game we're playing. You all have to get in on this. Like <laughs> I demand you all play this. And actually, an ambassador. Well, and it's helped as well because um, I so my girlfriend before she and I started dating. Actually, one of the things that we sort of um, connected over was that like, oh, there's this game called Overwatch. It, look, it looks pretty cool. Like you should go get it. And then she got into it, and she ended up placing. I think, I think she made it to high diamond on Mercy Ooh, back when Moth Metal was like incredibly dominant. Yeah. Wow. So she like she when she actually grinds at it is way better than I am, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. I, yeah. Well, no, that's, that's nice. You, so you got her into it and then she just took off and, and made it to high diamond, man. I can, I, I, I can't even imagine going um, oh. high diamond. I know. Oh, and it's been, it's been the curse ever since then, because every time she tried, like she's trying right now to get back up there. And Mercy's not even near like as viable. And so you can only <laughs> no, even no, on no. Xbox, you can only get so far like maining Moira. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that 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 almost sad chuckle coming from Hannah's side? That's because she's a Mercy main that yeah, is feeling desperate pretty. crying in the corner. <laughs> the nation of Mercy mains. Uh, oh. yeah. uh, sadly, sadly. We were talking about it yesterday, I think. Uh, I don't know who I was talking about it, but um yeah, how she she doesn't feel um oh it was on the stream actually. How she doesn't really feel um viable at this point and why she is often getting out healed by Lucio's and, and you know Moyas of course, but um Well that's the skill trade off swing back. Well not the skill trade off, I think that's more that's just also the playstyle trade off, I think, because it's one of those things where like I think with Lucio and like with BAP, like you have there's so many more like decisions per second you have to make. And then mm -hmm. with Mercy, a lot of it is like, and I'm sure Hannah, you could speak to this way better than I ever could, but there's so much of it is purely positioning, but not constantly shift. Like you're shifting every couple seconds rather than like every single yeah, second yeah, yeah. having to make that decision. 
Yeah. 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 And I, I think the influence of your group on your own performance might be slightly um, more difficult to overcome yes, on a Mercy it's... than it is on a Lucia. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. For example, <laughs> it's very hard to stay alive as a Mercy if your team is just nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they are yeah. half of your mobility. Sure, sure. Or you go off the edge and then you're tr- you're desperately trying to get back to the edge for someone to super jump you up and you can't because everyone's in the middle of the point just running around. Yeah. Oh man, the, the number of times that I've heard a Mercy yell at me, hey, help, 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 help. You know help. that they're going down. <laughs> they're going down some kind of chasm. And you need to figure out like, my friend, like, where are you? What the hell? <laughs> and especially because I'm like more of a tank main now, I'm like, oh crap, I need my healer. Don't let my healer die. Someone jump in after her. Get her. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next question. Um, you just said that you used to, uh, you started out on McCree, you're tanking uh, while well, you're more playing uh, the, those tanks right now. But what is your main? What would you consider your main at this point in time? Right now, I think by far my most comfortable character, my main character would be Reinhardt. Uh, yeah. There's something. D, I'm sure you can you can attest to this. There's something so satisfying to like that frame drop whenever like you swing the hammer and you hit multiple people. Oh yeah, like there's <laughs> something so like there's like the serotonin release of like whenever you hit like a, a couple people in a row. It's that yeah. uh, the least amount of aim besides Winston, but Winston, I, I'm working on my Winston still. Uh, I so I, I switched to tank mostly even on Xbox because you can play games with four DPS and a healer and you needed at least some sort of tank and mm-hmm. none of my friends wanted to play tank. So I typically was playing Zarya, which I always compare the Zarya experience to, I don't know if you guys have played Mario party on the GameCube, but there was this old game where you had to trace over a line with a crayon and like you had to match mm-hmm. it as like best as you can. So it was, it was just like that over and over and over trying to desperately tracing this line on top of people to whittle them down. Uh, yeah. My mind is lot- blown because I've never made that link before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and like that's the mo- that was how I like I remember having to like, like I'd be playing games with my friends. They'd be playing DPS, and we they'd be getting twenty or thirty kills, and I'm in there with fifty just because I like just because I'm not dying because I'm the only tank on the field. So did that. Did a lot of Diva for a while. I still play a decent amount of Diva, but Ryan's Yay. just the most fun for me. I it's I I'll have to change it depending on what like the map is and what compositions we're looking at running, yeah. but. I feel the most at home. And I feel the most engaged when I'm playing Reinhardt. There's something I try not to charge as much as I used to. I've gotten yelled at that. It's I've so tempting. Y- it's just so tempting. If you have that button, you know that you can basically that, like you just said, like swinging that hammer and getting two or three kills is 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 mm. a fun thing. But charging into someone and just seeing them kind of dangle in front of you and then see you <laughs> yeah. hit that wall, see that little skull appear. That kind of brings that same feel to it, and especially the disruption that you bring to the other, the, the the enemy team. Yeah, you, know, you turn around and you you're kind of way too far ahead of your own team, and like, oh, hey guys, <laughs> I was just kidding, and you're dead. Well, and it's so like there's that whole like like you freak out when you hit the charge, and the only wall away is like really far away from you. You're just like hoping, hoping, like <laughs> you're closing the distance. Like I gotta hit this, I gotta hit this, I gotta hit this, I gotta hit this. It's like yeah. There's that. I know Um, I actually a big thing that really helped me and really got me into playing Reinhardt was I played on an open division team with my co-host Labosco and a couple of other broadcasters that we know. 
And I felt so bad for those guys because those guys are all like plat. Like, I think the lowest among them was like plat or do- like it went from like plat to diamond to like sometimes low masters. Um, I think our carry was like grandmasters. <laughs> this oh, is like, sem- yeah, his name's no- his name's Nooney. He's a streamer. That's really funny. But it's like the 16 year old kid on like masters, like carrying us. <laughs> wow. And then a gold tank, a gold silver tank playing Arissa slash Reinhardt was um, it. I, I felt bad. We lost a, a couple games because of me, but it's really, there's so much to learn about the positioning of it. I had to get so much better about hugging corners. And knowing when to pop out, get your swing in with the fire strike um, animation cancel, and then popping like where to hand like to hold space, because mm-hmm. I know for years I was just running in, swinging, 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 dying, and then being like, "What the heck? Like, why am I dead?" So, yeah, no, no. It, it, it sometimes looks like it's just a brute force that you um you can uh, unleash, but there is um there is some uh, matter to it that that is sure. Um, the best, basically the, the next part of the question was, has that changed over time and why? But I think you answered that perfectly. Mm. I think that was a, like Sigma, does, uh, does he work for you? I have a hard time. I have a hard time with Sigma. Like I, I want to get better. He's still somebody I have warm up with in my, in my, um, practice routines, but I've never been a very good projectile player already. I think Roadhog's the only one I can semi decently do, but it's, I've never been good with the projectiles and it's, I have a hard time, like with the shields for, for Reinhardt, it's all right. Cause I can just flash it and I can like, I can flash it and then run, like flash it and run. But with Sigma, you always have to like, it's like splitting yeah. your brain into two parts. Like, all right, holding shield, shooting, recalling shield, holding shield again, rock. Like there's a lot that there's a lot of um, decisions that go into it that I'm trying to get better at. He's a quick play character for me, but I don't touch him in comp if I can afford it. Yeah. Uh, he's basically the way you describe it. I would compare maybe like to the, the drum playing the drums of of a uh, yeah. cranking basically <laughs> you kind of need to That's separate perfect. parts of your side. yeah yeah and while Reinhardt is just um uh well what is he he's the lead singer basically he just jumps in and then and, and wreaks havoc oh um, that and then there's no there is no greater feeling in the world than hitting like that four man shatter on people oh yeah where the, you the, the, yeah yeah exactly but in case it gets followed up by by you or your teammates. The saddest feeling you can have is have a four-man shatter, and your team is basically all watching. I don't know the sunrise on the other side mm-hmm. of the map, going like, "Eh, what?" Well, yeah, especially like you hit the sh- zero kills. You hit mm-hmm. the shatter, and then you look at the kill feed, like, "Oh no, we all died!" Like that's <laughs> dang. That- yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's your own fault. You shatter, and you're like, "Oh crap, everybody was dead." Um, yeah, I have to admit that. Other times, it's, it's your team just. I don't know. It's worse now with the nerf too, where like they're down for almost half the time. So it's before like you could shatter people. You could like swing, fire strike, swing again, swing again, and then charge. And now like you shatter and you have to immediately like you have to almost immediately charge people to get a kill off of it. If there's no, no no one else with your team. Exactly. Exactly. That, that makes a really big difference. Uh, You basically don't have the time to motivate your team to do something. You just have to make, you just have to hope, cross your fingers that they'll, uh, They'll join you and wreaking havoc and getting everybody killed. <laughs> Just one one simple task. That's the only thing they need to do. All right, let's move on to the next question. Um, on which map and on which spot on that map? And I think this is an interesting question. I have never, I haven't actually thought of it myself. What my answer would be, but anyways, let me restart it again. On which map and on which spot on that map would you like to have your yearbook picture taken? 
I was racking my brain with this because there's a lot of maps that I there's a lot of maps that like I really love the design and the layout of. I think Dorado and Hanamura specifically. Yeah. And then Eichenwald's always been one that I've really, really enjoyed. And but I was thinking like it so it was between like what maps I enjoy the most and what would be the coolest picture. <laughs> and I think if I had to go coolest picture, it's in that spawn point A for Horizon Lunar Colony in the telescope room where they have the big screen open. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have the and they have the telescope focused at Earth. I think it would have to be that. Like if you could just get me like in the corner and then you have the giant like planet Earth behind me. <laughs> yeah, like basically that picture that they, they, they had with uh, Winston and Dr. Winston standing hand in hand, like with little mm-hmm. Winston, like and then you had basically planet Earth in front of it. That is a that is a good choice. That is a beautiful choice, actually. Um that's maybe you you are the one that found a use for Horizon. <laughs> I <laughs> like good. Horizon. I'm one of like three people on Earth who like Horizon. It's weird. Yeah. Because the rest uh, are already there. <laughs> it's like no, but I've, I've tried i tried my best to kind of keep an open mind to the maps like paris i can I say a paris. lot of good thing- <laughs> yeah but there's a lot of good things i can say about paris when it comes to the aesthetic when it comes mm-hmm. to certain things that i kind of like about it horizon I, I have this gut feeling when i see it loading and i try to distance myself from what people like i don't like her i just it that doesn't feel like this could be a bad time the next 20 minutes could be a bad time that's the feeling I get. And um, it's hard to kind of pinpoint what it is. But um, I think it has... Yeah, it's a design issue. Clearly. I think for me, it's that there's certain tank things I love, I love doing on Horizon. It's Mostly it's just Winston. If you can hop up on top of like the cycling bar on point B. Yeah. Like if you yeah. can hop on top of that ceiling bar, like that's really fun, even though it doesn't really help you at all because your gun doesn't reach that far. And then <laughs> there's like... It's the, it's the like almost goats feeling... Uh, when you're for Reinhardt, when you're attacking point A and you're going up those stairs, like you're going up those hallway stairs, and you're like having to, like to position to make sure that none of your guys get hit when you're just taking like an avalanche of damage at you. Mm-hmm. So it might be it might be really dependent, like the way you describe it. It might be really dependent on who you are playing yes. Horizon <laughs> with. It is less on a lot of maps. It's less of an issue, but on Horizon, if your team has one person that is doing their thing without coordinating with, with the rest of the team, it, it will fail. Or mm-hmm. the chances of failing are, are considerably higher. But that might be it. Uh, that might be actually... That, I think that's a good point. Um, it feels, for me at least, it feels like sometimes I'm just... Ha- it's an uphill battle. Like when I just... Uh, at night, middle of the night, because that's my time window when I, uh, when I, I play solo is um, after done a lot of work, I decide, oh, mm-hmm. let's do a game or two. I end up doing 10 games because I can't stop. And <laughs> well, then, you, um, I was going to say you nailed it as well because like Horizon's a map I enjoy playing with friends, but like playing alone is awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might be it actually. All right. But no, that's an interesting choice for that yearbook picture. Hannah, you and me need to think about it. We do. We, we, at a certain point, we'll, we'll, we'll have to answer that question too. We need to answer all questions at some point, but hey. I thought I was just figuring, like, as we were talking, it would just kind of all rise up. But on this question, eh, I don't have that answer yet. Okay, let's move on <laughs> to the next one. They they just got weirder and weirder the questions. I'm going to be honest. Well, at least the next one, the last one, is kind of uh, obvious. Oh, I love if, I love these questions. You did a great job. Thank you, thank you. Um, if you were an Overwatch hero, 
that start like you have to kind of imagine yourself as an Overwatch hero. What is the skin that they would need to make for you? Like, I'm not so, joining Overwatch if you don't give me the skin. So I I just sent you um, a couple of pictures for reference for it. So my okay. name actually comes my handle for stuff actually comes from uh, the movie Nacho Libre. If you guys have seen that. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so okay. Not uh, Nacho Libre is uh it's Jer- it's the guy who directs Napoleon Dynamite, um, directing Jack Black. Oh, mo- okay. <laughs> and it's it's and super. That, f- that movie's super funny, and like it's funny, but also like, it's a really dumb. But there's something really yeah, interesting yeah. because it's like it is a super super accurate depiction of like what life is actually life, and like super rural, like like Oaxaca, Mexico, like super super out there. And like it's super super um, low scale, but um, it's a movie about uh, luchadors and professional wrestling, which yeah. is and what is something else I very very much enjoy. I am a big fan of professional wrestling, and I so that's the whole my my full handle I think is Ramses number one because there's this whole scene where there's a wrestler named Ramses who's like the champion of the of the area, and they have like they're pumping him up in a room, and he's getting. They're massaging him while a guy just stares into his eyes and goes like, "Ramses is the number one." Oh, I need to re- I need to watch that movie again. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, Jack Black in that baby blue uh, oh, suit, dude. right? It was yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I need to watch it again. It's so funny too because that movie is like all like very like it's all Latino actors and it's all like deeply like Mexican Latino actors. It's not like anybody who like got a break in America and then went to do that. But then there's Jack Black, and Jack Black's like super white with his big curly afro and yes, his mustache yes. <laughs> around all these around all these Latino guys. Um, but yeah, so Ram- Ramses was um, my favorite part of the movie, just because I thought it was really funny. And I'm really surprised they haven't done it for any sort of Halloween skin. But I love yeah. the idea of having a luchador skin. Yeah. And so having the whole like masked wrestler uh, thing. I yeah yeah. They would never put it on Reinhardt, even though I would want it to, because Reinhardt's very clearly not from Latin America in any shape or form. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and they're they're pretty. I mean, unless it's with the Chinese New Year skins, where it's more like mythical figures, they're pretty like accurate as far as giving like characters like yeah. cultural yeah. culture relevant stuff. But I really love the idea of doing a luchador skin where. I thought about it for Ryan where you could have him with the mask on and then he has uh, the, instead of like a hammer, you could have like the ring posts. It's, it's a big, long like pipe, but the end of it has the ring post, like with the, the buckles on it. Oh, yeah. and you could swing at people and then you could have, he's wearing the championship belt or you could have it even on the hammer itself. And like, there's already, you've seen all those memes as well. Like where people like hit a Reinhardt shatter from like a ledge. And we're like, oh, like from the top rope, and like they'll hit the Reinhardt Shadow, like oh, hit people nice. from behind. Yeah, or when yeah, you do a crazy sure. charge off a ledge and get somebody, like, plus it's, uh, it's so good. It's all, and he's all golden too, so it's just this nice shimmery gold everywhere. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's a really cool idea, man. Not not only for your own skin, but like putting that on Reinhardt. The first person I was thinking of was Roadhog, or the first hero that I kind of depicted. Like when you said that for the mask, yeah, so, yeah. But uh, didn't they do that on Heroes of the Storm, by the way? A whole uh, Luchador, like, team. Uh, it kind of rings a bell for me. Probably. Uh, I feel like now. they've done everything on Heroes of the Storm. Dude, Heroes of the yeah. Storm has so many better skins than Overwatch. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's been a, a big complaint all over. Well, basically, ever since they started incorporating Overwatch characters, is that they get awesome skins and they Destroy never make it back Diva, into the game. Please, please, dude. Yeah. There's that goblin one for Junkrat where it's literally a goblin like sitting in like a little mech that like fires the grenades and everything. Oh, I know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I'm seeing these right now. Yeah, Nexomania was the name of the event, and they had all wrestler skins for Diablo. Um, um, they had this little um, Chihuahua thing in there. Like, what am I seeing here? Yeah, all the heroes basically got some kind of wrestler team to them. Uh, so they basically, they, well, that's not too far off. Just bring it into Overwatch. I think that's an awesome idea. I would like to see that. But like you said, they really try, especially in Overwatch, they try to kind of stick with the uh, origins of the heroes to um, not get too far. Because mm -hmm. well, yeah, I think some people would take offense on that. Um, well, uh, and un understandably, but unfortunately, they kind of have a quota where unless it's America, they're like, all right, like we have our one character from this region. Like, that's it. We're not going to do any more. Like, that might not be like the actual way they say it, but it's it looks apparent in the design. So we already have Sombra from Mexico. So I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting any, like another Luchador character necessarily, but I can always yeah. hope mm -hmm. I'll, I'll petition Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if we, uh, one day, if we meet him, um, on, on BlizzCon or something, or we corner him at BlizzCon, we can, <laughs> we can squeeze it in as one of the questions to ask him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that's a good point. Like, when it comes to the heroes, they try to... But, like, look at Torbjorn and Brigitte. They're both uh, Swedish. So mm -hmm. sometimes there will be a tie. Uh, who knows? Maybe Sombra has a brother that is a, is a wrestler. And, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, There's we can always only hope. hope. There's always hope. Yeah, exactly. There's always hope. Um, no, but that that's an interesting one. I didn't even know that your name came from... The, I hadn't made the link, even if I saw the movie... I hadn't made the link um, at any point. Like I wanted to ask you actually where your nickname Ramses came from, but hey, answered already. Nice. <laughs> now you know. Well, well and this is what happens when because I got my Xbox like a couple of, like when the Xbox One came out, and I was sitting there being like, "What the heck is my name gonna be?" And I had friends who like had tags since they were like in middle school, and I'm just like, "I'm not gonna put my actual name in here." I don't want to be like it was before Overwatch came out and like you had all of like the Korean players like with one word names. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're like the the random one word that they would pick. So it was just like, crap, well, this this will be funny. And so I and it was because me and my buddy who like my buddy who and I watched the movie a bunch with me like would know it. So I, so I cho chose it for. I think that's the best way to choose a name. Kind of, um, It's a good story behind your name. Like my name, like that I use in game is either one account is called the Omnic Post. Why? Because I run the Omnic Post, and mm -hmm. the other one is is basically my name because I have a a name that you don't hear that much. And I was like, eh, I don't. That was actually such a bad choice. Oh, it's a name <laughs> you don't hear that much. Let's pick that one. Yeah, sure. Oh, everybody knows it's you, dumbass. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next last question. <laughs> The last question. I think that's a loaded one because we kind of already hinted at it and we talked it before uh, a little bit about it before the recording. But um, so Overwatch two, uh, that's we, it. we heard that's about the it. Overwatch <laughs> <laughs> we were both there when they announced it in November. They got us all hyped up. We got to play it, and he Jeff warned us like we're going to be rather quiet in the next few months. We're eight months in. 
nothing. Yeah. Um, we're all like kind of looking like we ha- I'm making videos like what happened to Overwatch 2? Mm-hmm. Like we 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 are hearing nothing, 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 even less than that. But um what is the one feature? Like if they start talking about it, that's hopefully say in a, within this and the next few weeks. What is the one feature that needs to be in there for you to kind of um well make you well I, I don't think they'll ever um, not persuade you to buy it. I think mm. chances are really big for content creators like ourselves or people that have been playing for such a long time. But what is the one thing you, you want to have in there for sure? So one of the things I hate the, well, I hate, but we always are going to make the comparison from Blizzard to Riot as far as how they handle their games. But mm-hmm. one thing that I have to give Riot credit for is that they're very consistent with how they feature esports in their game and in their products. And Blizzard does it, but Blizzard does it on such a like kind of a haphazard way. There's it doesn't feel very coordinated. Like this is how like a very structured. So something I've really really wanted, I think I really hope that they do, is that they actually I want there to be consistent integration for esports stuff into Overwatch Two. And there's certain stuff they kind of do here and there already where sometimes there's games like there's homestand stuff or there were games in the launcher for blizzard and you can you can open overwatch 2 i mean you can open um you can open overwatch league off of the game but then you have to open a separate app and And even then like i'm sure you guys saw with like the sinatra skin that came out like a month ago where he he won mvp what november last year Yeah. yeah exactly i i and I, I again, I hate to make the comparison, but with with how many skins Riot pumps out every single year for how many characters, it takes us eight months to get the Sinatra skin. So it's what I would, what I am really hoping for, because we know that there's going to be several, not even just like UI changes, but I think just big renovation remodel changes for Overwatch Two that they've been implying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want there to be direct feeding into esports from the game and there's a couple things they could do for it there's a lot of people who play overwatch just even for fun who even know about overwatch league have no idea that what contenders are what like semi-pro play is what path to pro is and if you're in like diamond or like if you're diamond up there's no invitation this is like hey you're pretty good you you should look at entering a tournament they're like more tournament integration into the game that would actually get people invested in playing in them regularly like i know with us even though like we're not near even near that rank i would be interested in playing in tournaments like consistently it's fun it's how you improve yeah i think that's a really good idea that's a good point i also would i would also like if they could add this is kind of like a tack on thing but i would love for them to add on um titles like how they have in other games where like how in call of duty they have like a clan tag that you put yeah. on there or yeah. I know like with sea of thieves right now that I'm playing it, there's a, like a tag that you add on to the end, like that adds onto your character so that people can see. So if you are like an overwatch league player, if you are like a contenders player, somebody who's affiliated with like a ranked team, like people can see like that drives interest that they can see that there's yeah. a team that that guy's linked to. Yeah. So just even just to have people go, Oh, well, what's that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it then gets people looking and more interested potentially. Especially yeah, with how, 
Oh, you go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, especially with how like f- how much of a meme and how dumb some of these team names are. Like, <laughs> if I'm playing yeah. with a guy and I see uh, what was the name of that team? There was a contender squad a long time ago called like the Far Quad Star Squad, like from Shrek. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah. if I see that on the name on somebody's name, like in the launcher or in the game, I'm going to be like, "What the heck is that? I need to like, what is that?" Yeah, I, no, no, totally, totally. Yeah, and you're looking at the perspective of of getting getting. I think it's a really good point. Like uh, esports and Overwatch and Overwatch the experience as a retail game mm. are so far apart, um, which is not a good thing. Uh, but also with with the whole system, like of of representing a team, there is some. On the one hand, you want to spread it among among the community, but also you want to make sure that people have this kind of personal link to 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 your game and these titles these clans these systems of teams mm-hmm. getting people involved in in tournaments even at a gold level even at a bronze level who cares getting yeah. people in systems of tournaments will kind of uh, ramp up the engagement to have with, with your game not only because of the gameplay but also because of that aspect the community aspect the group aspect the the pride in which they take for their team and I think that's a really awesome idea. Uh, I think it's a good point that you bring to the table that right now it is, it, it feels like a total different, we always feel like it's a, it, it is a totally different team, but like. Yeah, a, sometimes a it's almost a totally different game and you're like, oh, okay. Mm. I play this game at home and then other people play something else on the screen. They look the same, mm-hmm. but they might be different. I don't know. Yeah. What- I was I was tweeting about this like earlier this week because I was ranting about it. We're like, how many times do we go like on the Blizzard forums or go on Twitter and see people complaining about Widow's too good, Doomfist is too good, like remove them from the game. And oh. it's, you go to you go to people who like play professionally and they're like, yeah, they're good, but like you have to counter it. Like the like the game that like you you like the we play and the game that like professional players play is so very different. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, 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 like for everybody that plays on a different level, it is a different experience. And some people will be um, into strategies and some people will have a good and clear picture of how the hero will work. And other people are just jumping in mm-hmm. with friends. But that shouldn't be uh, an issue if, if these friends want to make a team and join in, in one weekend on a, a friendly tournament that is set up by Blizzard or that is set up by anybody mm-hmm. within Overwatch. Because... Like I set up a tournament, a community tournament, a few weeks ago. The whole hassle of doing all that stuff, having people yeah. moving in, moving out, and 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 have to manage my brackets in a different tool, and I have to communicate in this tool, and it's just all. Why not bring it all together in in the game? Make sure you have a platform for that and, and your whole scene, because like we, me and Hannah, um, are not following the Overwatch League too closely recently since this uh-huh. season was kind of a bit of a uh, a clusterfuck. You are, yeah. Um, but we hear these messages coming from all sides. How it, they are struggling, like they're looking into new ways of of um, organizing contenders that are kind of getting yeah. people all upset, and they have such a difficult time getting stuff together. Why? Because it, I think they're maybe struggling in getting people uh, hyped up. To well, and in. the thing with Overwatch, I think you guys would. I think you can definitely test to as well is that the way that blizzard approached this was that it would, it's like they, they ran a shower, right? Like they turned on the shower to get clean. They got in the shower for like five minutes. They go, actually, you know what? I'm going to take a bath instead. And they drew a bath. So it's, <laughs> it's this idea where like, there's still so much work that there is to do on the base game. And 
they like they've said they're like they want to read they're they're looking at redoing how ranked works they're looking at redoing how sr works they're looking at doing all these big huge changes just to the core game but they're not coming to overwatch 2 like we aren't getting new heroes to overwatch 2 and who knows when that's coming out so mm-hmm. it's it's the blizzard way though like of kind of tripping and tripping and tripping and tripping until you get it right so i know you guys are saying like with They've had it like they've struggled this season with Overwatch League. And honestly, I think that COVID may be a blessing in disguise for them with this. And that it's going to force them to make changes that are going to be better for them long term. Like recently, yeah. I don't know if you guys were able to watch any of it, but they've moved to from a like a, a season format where you, you have your 20 games that you play and you're playing a game every week to now we're moving to a tournament format. Yeah, yeah which, I followed like I followed it on that level, but I don't get to watch the games. I start watching the games and I get distracted so easily. Mm. It just hasn't been able to catch me as it did in previous seasons. Yeah, I feel like the investment for me isn't really there. We're getting a little bit closer to how it used to be now that we're getting metas that have a little bit better, uh, I would say, DPS play or more in- exciting DPS play because unfortunately after GOATS, everything became so much about team synergy and about team micro play. That it mm-hmm. wasn't like season one where like, oh my gosh, Carpe just went and killed four people out of nowhere. Like, oh my, look at this amazing play that this one guy did. But now that we're moving a little bit away from, I mean, hopefully my fingers are crossed, but we're moving a little bit away from like the Orisa, the May, the Brigitte, like the the original style comps. And now we're seeing it so much more Genji play. Um, we're seeing some Widow and Tracer and Ash play even. It's been more interesting to watch, but it is, especially with how long it's on during the day, it is kind of an investment. I know that I, my parents get mad at me. It's like, yeah, my whole day is locked up. I'm watching Overwatch for the next eight hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially because, <laughs> because of it, all the regions and stuff. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I think it has to do with the, 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 the previous seasons. It was the circumstances in which the games were happening. Like the games themselves... They will always kind of pivot around a meta or there will be changes like you just described. But when it comes to the Overwatch League, what was for me was really exciting to watch at the start and, and then the first seasons was the whole story around the Overwatch League. The, all mm. those different players, those teams, those rivalries between teams, that whole vibe in the arena, um, the way everything was structured made kind of sense. And now it feels like they're constantly trying to adjust to potholes in the road and trying to pivot around certain things and they're pulling the, the whole because of course because of corona things are getting uh, pulled apart um it made it really difficult to keep an eye on who's doing what and what is going to happen at which point like i i make these um posts on on the keysports where i i basically the schedule for the next week and i have not seen a single week with the same kind of consistency in it like this time around, we have 10 games. This time we have 14. This time we have eight. Like, yeah, the whole story is missing. And and because of the fact that everybody is home and these teams are playing from home, you're kind of missing that whole. And which was interesting for me to see something that I've seen in basketball, baseball, and all the other sports move into esports, that vibe of a, a team, regions, cities uh, facing each other. It kind of yeah. disappeared. It's a little bit. We're getting closer, I think, slowly but surely. I know home stands would have been very helpful with it. Uh, yeah. And we're getting closer and closer as we get there. But I, th- 
I think the league is starting to pivot in a way where granted next season, I think is like the make or break season where I think after I know it was supposed, I know that this was supposed to be the transition season and there's a lot that you can't necessarily put on the overwatch league, even though most other esports are doing very well despite of mm-hmm. COVID except if, except if your name's Valorant. So I think <laughs> it it's, it's in a weird spot. I think everything unfortunately hinges on Overwatch 2 and when we're going to know if Overwatch 2 comes out because even like the new push mode, you're talking about new modes. Push mode was supposed to be in I think this season, if yeah. not next season, and they just kind of like dropped that quietly and then we're here in like the last quarter of the year being like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. There's a whole yeah, new mode we're supposed to play. That. I remembered that they said that. Yeah, exactly. That really did, did just slip under the radar. It did, it did. It's just because of everything else that is happening, uh, and it kept happening uh, all over again. Yeah, um, we're in a good spot though. I think we're we're slowly transitioning. I think the main the main issues are Overwatch two, and then they've been trying to figure out what to do with contenders because you need a feeder system, you need a system, a semi pro system in order to bring in new talent. Because if not, even if they were just to rely on Korea like they have been for the past two years, there's still you need farm systems to be able to bring people in. And now that I think about it, now that uh, the president's been throwing a, tam- a temper tantrum over visas, that hasn't really helped, but it's, <laughs> there's like, there's a, they need to have a solid feeder system. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen, but like they, they, they have nominated this change for, instead of going from like a team format where players go on teams, instead it's like they have team cap. There's, captains who are individual players who can draft a team that plays for that week where there's no like there's no story behind it it's just like here's a bunch of players we threw together for a tournament so yeah exactly now that's the thing that everybody was so upset about last week's and and i understand because i think the challenge for them is if you want a tier two tier three that indeed feeds your 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 first tier you need a proper system to kind of find these um to kind of well get those people up there and give basically like they always say themselves that path to to pro play um but you won't be doing it in um in the ways that they're approaching mm-hmm. it right now you won't be doing it by making a downscaled overwatch league but you won't either be doing it with systems like they they proposed and recently. even and even then like the other thing that's kind of unfortunate with it is that there's all there's like they have to mitigate how much money they put into it just because there's like there's not that much money that comes out, and even I like I think from what we've looked at, the one team that everyone has memed on the most is the Boston Uprisings Academy team because they they keep failing to even make like actual contenders level. But I think yeah. it's just them, <laughs> it's them, and then I think uh, British Hurricane, the London Spitfires team, are the only contender like are the only academy teams even. Mm-hmm. So there's no like none of the Overwatch League teams except for London and. Uh, Boston even have teams that are competing in semi-pro forms because they don't make any money and you're not making enough money by transferring players either. So the yeah. system needs an overhaul. They need to get people who are actually, they've been trying way too hard to get people who are very sports minded and very broadcast, like traditional broadcast minded where there's so many good esports people that are available to pick up. So I don't know. We're, I think we're all hoping that Blizzard managed the trip into success or stumble into success by this time next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 to be honest, before 
Um, let, let's just say at the start of the Overwatch League, I was quite optimistic about the people that were in charge, the people that were on the team. And I've said it multiple times in, in the, uh, previous episodes that trust kind of faded as people faded rather as people left, like some critical mm. staff members left that I feel um, had the vision that had the idea. And if one example, for instance, that kind of really blew my mind was the whole switch to YouTube, for instance. And I know it's a popular topic. It's something that is an easy goal to, to make, but it, it is such a strange move if you want to do what they want to do to mm. go for the less popular streaming platform to put your content on and clearly for different reasons than than we will ever know but and the kind of sequence of decisions the the the, the, the different decisions that were made in the last few months they kind of worry me um, well and I think we all we all give our RIPs to Nate Nanzer, who started Overwatch League, left in a really good spot, and then not went over to Fortnite to crush it with their esports. Where mm-hmm. even if they're not necessarily even doing esports as much, but like you saw like the Travis Scott event they did, they did yeah. like a whole screening of Christopher Nolan movies in Fortnite, like that he <laughs> put together. Like there, he's doing really cool stuff, and of course, I think they really bungled how uh, they did the departure of like Monty and Doa. And um, yeah. who am I forgetting? Uh, and similar, and like they've really bungled how they did that because there's a way, like there's a way to say that we're looking at moving on to new talent, and and not be like we're looking for better people. Yeah, <laughs> when, exactly. Yeah. So there's there's that. I I know we've we've memed about Pete Vaselica, the commission, the um the league director, a couple different times on our show, but it's same. I feel. <laughs> I feel all right with it. Like it's the kind of thing where there's enough money invested to where Blizzard has to make it at least semi-workable. And yeah, that, that was always my argument too. When people talk to me about it, like let's say in the first season or the second season, but then, then you look at the state of the world right now and you look at how people kind of, um, well, the different things that have been happening on, 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 let's just say government levels all over the world. Not looking at the states, but looking all over the world and and on business levels at some points. So I start to think like, is there anybody out there that knows what we're doing, what we're heading, what we what, what the plan is, and what we're going to do in the in the future? But that might just be um that might just be me being stuck at home for way too long. Well, and even then, Overwatch is this weird niche, right? I did not realize it until I started talking to people in video games and esports that were not part of Overwatch. Where there's we have this weird kind of like oh my like ugh look at those guys over there in the corner thing about Overwatch exactly. yeah yeah general esports on like they are all focused on League of Legends on a lot of different stuff but Overwatch always like if there's an, an article or there's a, a piece somewhere on TV about esports there won't be any Overwatch in there not for now I think unfortunately we've all had to like resign ourselves to waiting for Overwatch two to come out and that kind of being the re the reinvigoration because people are gonna leave a game. Uh, it's that's just how it happens. The tw- the YouTube move is unfortunate, but I think part of it was a money issue where they Twitch was not going to offer them the same money they wanted, and yeah, them going to sure. YouTube is like the money for all Blizzard esports. I think for the next two years, and in theory, YouTube should work better as far as discoverability. Even though YouTube really hasn't been keeping their up th- that end of the deal up. The one good thing I will say is that it has made getting like videos of it incredibly easy because the videos are up almost as soon as the match is done and then highlights are up like the next day. So it's made 
it's made rewatching incredibly easy, but the discoverability yeah. of it's been really frustrating to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's what YouTube's uh, strengths lie is in uh, in getting anything captured into a video format that you can easily uh, you can easily watch afterwards. Uh, we finally have yeah, tokens well, back, though. That's nice. Yeah, but yeah. not on YouTube. So it's dumb. You have to watch it through the Overwatch League website, which exactly. is so yeah. funny because you can look and like the amount of CPU processing that like the amount of CPU usage that goes through using the Overwatch League site and getting the tokens versus using like, the YouTube site is like night and day. Yeah, but yeah, they basically hacked it in because people were complaining and YouTube didn't end up. Well, they didn't do their part of the deal. So no. clearly, I think there's a there's going some there's some discussions going on behind the scenes. I'm pretty sure. So they kind of hacked it in, but <laughs> it's and I, yeah. I've always been sympathetic to the YouTube deal, and then a couple like a month ago, they did a, like a reunion game between a bunch of the guys from Lunatic High, yeah, and yeah. Runaway. That's not that on Twitch, and that did really well. Like the like the the streaming numbers of that were very good. So, yeah. and I was like, you know, what? I think there might actually be. Maybe maybe there's something to this whole Twitch thing. All right, I, I can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it is up till now. It is still the best tool. There's a reason why Mixer kind of gave up and said, "Okay, screw it." Good night. To, uh, get so, so looking forward to watching Overwatch League on Facebook Gaming in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> God, please don't give anybody any ideas. Oh, <laughs> I'm just the next thing I'm looking forward to is that Overwatch 2 and I really like your idea of the, the one feature you wanted in there I think you gave some they, I hope they hear this they won't but I hope they hear this because when it comes to the contender story the, the whole path to pro thing uh, challenge that they have they can solve it in game for the bigger part mm-hmm. not for all of it because for the bigger part when there's people, they've brought in plenty of people. Like teams have brought in plenty of people who are really good on ladder. Like Jonak, like the season one MVP, like arguably one of the greatest flex supports in history, is a guy from ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, Ons, who's like this incredible sniper for San Francisco, is a guy from ladder. He was a streamer in Korea who like hadn't played the game in like a year and a half, and then came back and is doing really well. So there's even if you have to draw from talent on either the Korean or North American ladder, like. There's plenty of people out there, but I also know because we've had like several really young semi pros retire. Uh, there's people don't want to put their faith in like their long term career aspects into a game that they don't know is going to actually like be that like is going to be able to be there for them long term. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. So, Miss Sally, all moved to Valorant. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Everybody made the move to Valorant and then. <laughs> You could be like like me, where I'm like, this is fun, but it's the movement is way too stiff, and I'm not mm-hmm. good at aiming, so this is probably not for me long term. And then people were like, okay, I'm back, and like, oh, <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your your little trip there. Um, yeah. and, and the thing is, that's the the whole scene, the whole gaming esports scene. There's these new contenders that pop up on a monthly basis now. Now Ubisoft is trying to get a piece of the cake. And it's mm. going to only ramp up. It's only going to get bigger and bigger. And, and, and basically, Blizzard needs to be ready for that and make sure that they can offer something. I think you put it extremely well. They need to offer something to these players, a future, uh, something to look forward to, uh, some kind of um, uh, re- reliability towards uh, 
yeah, building their career. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that is missing right now. Hey, Ramses, dude, we're already one hour in, so I'm going to slowly <laughs> uh, wrap this up. But I think it was one of the fastest hours that we've had. There was a, a an For awesome, sure. um, an awesome talk we had. Um, I'm quite glad of of uh, it all panned out um, based around those five questions. Um, yeah, this, these are really fun, I, and it's a great way of like, it's because I like I was at work. I hate to confess while I was doing these questions I was going through and like, there was some, I was like, Oh yeah, for sure. This. And there was some like, well, we have to think about this. Where mm-hmm. would yeah. I put, like, where would I a take a picture in overwatch? Like what, what? So these are, these are really fun questions. Really. I'm excited to see how other people answer these as well. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. It gives us a nice kind of framework to work around. And um, yeah, it's, it's something different. It's uh, let's see how this pans out. We're going to do this every two weeks, but I'm glad that we had uh, that you were the first, to do this and the test case and then we finally got you on like i said i wanted to invite you since we met at um at blizzcon last year and we finally got to do it and in a, in a big way a special way so that uh, warms my heart to see that happy to be a part of it <laughs> yeah. so i want to give you the opportunity to talk about um we already touched on uh overwatch league by the numbers but uh to tell us about your other projects or even the overwatch league by the numbers so people can find your content and if they're like, oh man, I want to want to hear what Ramses has to say about this, that they can check out your podcast. Thank you. Uh, so I, my main podcast actually, uh, and by main I mean just the one that we do every week because Fantasy Overwatch is not very consistent. Like you said, you talked about like how inconsistent like the game schedule is, and mm-hmm. it's like Blizzard's even worse as far as updating scores. So like games typically games finish on Sundays. We didn't get our scores back till Thursday, so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's rough. But yeah. my, the main, um, my main show that I do is uh, it's called Push the Point, uh, and so yeah, P U S H P O I N, whatever. Push the Point. I have bad at spelling today, but it's uh, me and then my co-host Labosco, who is a caster who's done some. He um, most recently did Chinese Contenders, oh, and nice. he did Chinese Contenders. He's done. Um, he works with Elo Hell, which is a uh, an esports organization that is currently doing the casting for Open Trials right now. So you can find his content around everywhere, but each week we're talking about overwatch league. We go through what news is going on, which every time we're like, there's no news this week. Like it'll be a short show. We end up going for a little bit longer than we thought. And so <laughs> going through the, that's, yeah, exactly. how, that's how podcasting is, man. Like we used to do like three hour shows and eventually it's like, look, we, we need to be able to do other things, but we pretty much spend an hour every week doing the news, going through the last week's games and then looking at what's coming up for the next week. And we've been able to have some really fun guests on. Uh, we're finally starting to get some European guests on as well. Finally, I don't know if you guys are acquainted with Big Hungry Phil, but he's a caster out in England as well. So he's, we've been able to have him on. We're looking against more European content, European content creators on there as well, which is why I need to send you guys a message to come on in a little bit as well. Once probably closer to when the season's over and there's less league specific stuff to talk about. Oh, for sure, good. for sure, yeah. But yeah, uh, push. You can find me on twitter specifically at ramses r-a-m-s-e-s underscore o-w and you can find my show at push point p-o-d and that typically comes out every tuesday unless we mess up our uploads like we did this week and then <laughs> um owl by the numbers or overwatch league by the numbers is the fantasy overwatch league show that i do with totally drunk and edinar uh both from heroes never die and they have a couple other podcasts they do as well. But 
there on Heroes Never Die. And then occasionally we are graced by the presence of Blazin Bob from <laughs> formerly of hey. Owl Recap and uh, Watchpoint Radio. So it's so we we go through typically when there's enough news, I guess, for us to do fantasy for it. Because that's the other thing too. Like the the way that apps do stuff is very different and irritating and rough to work with. So it's yeah. we do that every couple of weeks or so, but it's a really good time. And I think for we for push the point, we just did 70 episodes. And I think for Overwatch League by the numbers, we're at I think how many episodes? I can't even 50 or 51, excuse All me. Right. But so yeah. It's been good. We're just plugging away uh, and trying to enjoy as much of the season as we can while we have it. And then, of course, I'm sure once the season's over, we're just going to be counting down to when we start back up next year. Yeah, exactly. And luckily, those periods get shorter and shorter, so it shouldn't take you too long to get back to it. No, but really, those are, especially Overwatch League by the numbers, is an interesting concept. And um, I think everybody should just check out both uh, podcasts and follow you on Twitter because oh, you. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I um, I quite often. I'm going to say often. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but like sometimes I'll just react to one of your tweets because they're always kind of. Um, there's some people that like Bob also has some of these tweets that always kind of make me giggle or trigger me or like, but I need to feel like I feel, I really feel like I need to react, which doesn't happen <laughs> a lot for me when it comes to Twitter because I'm always so busy with Instagram and stuff like that. I am just always broadcasting very little time uh in reacting but you guys always uh have interesting stuff to say <laughs> all right dude thank you again for being here and uh, thank you, thank you like, guys uh, for having me it's been a pleasure no worries no worries and i look forward to seeing you again at blizzcon 2021 blizzard please yeah please well happen. i think wear, wear a damn mask please everybody else yes <laughs> exactly so- Wear masks, wear, go BlizzCon. <laughs> please, wear, well, and that's the bummer because Anaheim's an area that specifically is very anti-mask. But wear a mask oh, so I we know. can actually be able to do things next year, Exactly. Please. All be safe. Make sure that we get this disease handled with uh, so we all can meet up at BlizzCon. That's going to be important. And people survive and live and nobody gets sick, of course, but it's all important. Please. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Thank you all for listening and sticking around until the end. Help us out by giving us a nice review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to the podcast, and make sure to subscribe. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter as at OmnicWeekly. Hannah is on those same platforms as at Hannah McManna, and you can find me as at AtomicsTV. Atomics is with two eyes. If you have a question, mail us on info at omnicpost.com or just send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter. I hope to see you all back next time. Bye-bye.